to the Pod Closet. I am your co-host, Ryan Phillips, joined as always by Jesus Christ, special Easter guest. We got him. Jesus himself. Just <laughs> Jesus. kidding. It's Andrew Tuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really feel comfortable, but make it a Jesus joke. I do, I will say this. This is a good segue. Uh welcome to Tuck and Rolls. We are a movie slash pop culture podcast by a guy that likes movies. That's me, and a movie guy. That's you. Now back to what I was actually talking about. I didn't want to go on an Easter rant and then forget to introduce the podcast. So Easter rant incoming. I had an alt for the intro if you want the alt. Yeah, let's uh, hit me with both. Hit me with the new one, the other one. Uh, joined as always by live from Coachella, Andrew Tuck, <laughs> Coachella correspondent. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wish. I've never been to Coachella. Did you ever go? <laughs> I, like, do you know nothing about me? This, we've been like doing, a, we've done seventy five episodes of this podcast. Do I strike you as a man that would go to Coachella? Not at all. I just like that's like what you say. Like, oh, did you ever go? Like, I was trying to get like that good podcast banter going, but I'm like, fuck no. I need I mean, the like, as soon as they, I ask. they get a lot of cool artists, and then a lot of artists that I don't know anything about. But just like it's more like the crowd, and then like the especially to as it's gotten more popular, it's skewed like heavy into like the influencer crowd, which is just not something I'm interested in. No, that's a nightmare feel for me. Um, but I do, I don't know. I've never really been, have you ever been to a music festival? Yeah, I went to, um, in Calgary one time, I went to like Virgin Festival. So a smaller festival. It's, they had some good bands. I saw like, I recall, I saw like the Flaming Lips, which was cool. Um, and it was, it was it, like, the music is good, but like, I don't, I can't handle the crowds. Like, there's just too many people and they're all making me mad. And it's like fun if you're getting drunk and having a good time. But then it's like, well, now there's two hours before the next good band you like, or, or you're trapped in here and water's $9. And it's just, there's too many things that make me mad, especially as I get older. Everything yeah. makes me angry. Fair enough. I've never been to, like, obviously, Virgin Fest, you didn't like camp at Virgin Fest. No. I've never, I've never no. been to an overnight one. I think that's something I'd like to do, but you're, you're right. As I get older, I'm just, it's less attractive to me now, like being uncomfortable for two days just to listen to some bands with a bunch of people that I just don't want to be around. That's um, how, uh, that's exactly how Jen feels about you. As you get older, you are just less attractive to her. You burnt? <laughs> you're not wrong. I'm not getting prettier, so. Buddy, like, I, it literally in the last three weeks, the quantity of gray hair I have has exploded i can physically see the gray hairs getting grayer like I, it's happening i will uh i yeah i'm in the same boat every time i'm getting my hair cut i'm like whose fucking hair is this like there's no way it's that gray but uh i will say this do you, are you gonna keep your hair like genetics and uh genetics they say that it's from it's your mom's like, dad from your mom's side yeah yeah so like all my mom's brothers are very bald so and my hair is thinning and it, it, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm 35. A lot of guys are bald yeah. before then. So, like, I, you know, I've had a good run, uh, but I do not like my chances. Well, your mom's dad, was he, did he have a full head of hair? No. Yeah. Yeah. He might be hooped there. Cause my mom's dad, shout out Gigi, just had Easter dinner with him. Um, he's got a full head of hair. So I think I'm keeping mine, which is one thing Jen said. So I'm just ready for it to just go full gray. So you don't get this awkward, like, if you shave your head, you'd look like a thumb. I do look like a thumb. <laughs> uh, we've done this. We've done this experiment. I just, it's just all head. And then if I get yeah. a little fat, like my neck just goes away. And yeah, I'm just one. I'm just a, I look like a Goomba from Super Mario. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's nice. Um, yeah. Hey, so what was your Easter rant about? I'd love to hear. Yeah. Uh, I just, Easter's this weird, 
I was thinking about it uh, on the drive back. Like, so we, I just went from Easter dinner. Uh, I had ham. Ham is we've just we've talked about this before. You're a roast beef guy. I'm a ham guy. If we're doing a, a Sunday Which dinner, ham did you eat it? You just the sodium a, levels through the roof right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I got. What were the sides like? Tell me about right the sides. That's what I'm more classic, interested in. Classic ham, scalloped potatoes. My mom does a really good yam. So we had ham and yam, scalloped potatoes, corn, and uh, some beets. There's a wild card there. Yeah. I Mario. like a scalloped potato. Scalloped potatoes are good. You're I mean, okay. rarely do I meet a potato I don't like. Lori usually does a Yorkshire pudding, but she didn't do that this time. So I'm like, wow, Lori, getting lazy. Well, Unbelievable. To be fair, Yorkshire pudding goes good with beef. Hey, Lori, gravy. have you tried loving your family? <laughs> you think you maybe want to do that? She's the best. I'm not going to. No, to be fair to Lori, uh, they had some really good dinner buns and the um, Yorkshire pudding typically goes with a beef gravy. Yeah, you hit, so. a, you hit a point where you're like, do we need a sixth carb? Like, are no. we good? No, so uh, the ham was delicious. Shout out Phil, Pod, Podfather Phil, but the Easter rant. So Easter's a very weird holiday. Like it's based on Jesus dying and then coming back from the dead. And then you allegedly. throw in a- Allegedly. And then you throw in a bunny and eggs and it's like, Just, what the fuck is going on here? And all of a sudden I got, I got to give my kids more gifts. Like this Just is- imagine Jesus is alive today and he's like, uh-huh. Okay. Three days. Yeah. So why is there a giant fucking bunny? What yeah. happened? And like, have you ever seen the Easter bunny like costume? The typical Easter bunny costume? It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah I mean, I I've seen I'm Bill wild. and Ted's bogus journey, so I get it. Yeah, I'm wildly uncomfortable around it. Like, it's it's almost as bad as clowns for me. I just do not like the Easter bunny. No. And, and then, yeah, it's just like spring Christmas. Like, we just had Christmas three months ago. I don't need to... So Wait, we don't, so... You got to buy your kids presents for Easter now? Chocolate, for sure, candies. Yeah. Easter egg hunt or whatever. But, like, now you're buying, like, actual, like, gifts and presents? Well, I think to kind of, like, substitute for chocolate. Given, I don't, we don't, like, giving our kids a ton of chocolate. So, to substitute for the chocolate, we tend to get them, like, an outdoor gift. Like, so this year, uh, Beautiful White Jen got them uh, bug terrariums, like, to look at bugs and stuff like that. Because then they go outside and they collect bugs, which is good. But I'm also just very confused by the whole thing. So, send, yeah. send, send those kids in my house, collect some voles. I got a vole problem. Yeah. A vol problem that's actually yeah. really tough to get rid of. You gotta like we'll loop, we'll loop back set, around to that set traps and stuff. Um, so yeah, anyway, Easter not my favorite of the major religious holidays. I don't like any religious holiday, they can all go to hell. Uh, yeah. I especially don't like here in uh, you know, well, not just North America, but like for Canada for sure. I'll speak just for Canada, but like we got a Christmas, we got an Easter, uh, there's uh Another one that I'm forgetting possibly, but like we're talking like two calendar holidays for Easter for like a like an actual, you know, Christian holiday. And it's like all the people with Ramadan going on right now currently are like, so zero holidays for us then? Just like we're just only the Christian ones. And it's kind of like, yeah, why don't we just make non-secular holidays two a month every, you know, like they don't need to be. If yeah. you want to use your time and celebrate your religion's thing, that's your business. But I, I don't like how it's. Uh, we don't need to get into it. The, you know um, me. I hate it. We everybody. don't get. We don't get Easter Monday off. Do you? Uh, it, it's really hit or miss. I don't. Um, it's hit or miss. Some people do. It is marked as a holiday. Some people do the Friday. Yeah. Some people do the Monday. I don't think anybody gives gives both of them because um, capitalism. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's your Easter rant. I think I agree with most of that. I think it's wild that you're buying your kids presents like so you don't have to give them chocolate. Here's an idea. Just don't give them chocolate or gifts. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, mean, I would like, leave. I don't know. I, I'm I not tend, a dad. I, no, I tend to 
um, not make a huge deal out of things. And just if we're going to go exploring for bugs, I'll get the stuff to explore for bugs because that's a cool thing to do. That's fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I, I so I, I do appreciate those gifts that it's not just toys. It's stuff that encourages creative play and things like that. So anyway, um, moving on. What uh, yeah, got on in, You got voles. Is this? Yeah. Is this going to be like, because you know. we all know you're moving, so who cares? Like, is this like a who cares, I got voles no, kind of thing? No, so, so I don't know. Like, what happened is uh, the snow melted in the front, and when the snow melted, it turns out there was voles under there just fucking all my shit right up. I was like, oh, oh. cool. You just made yourself a little hidey hole in my front yard, hey? Um, and they, like, travel around. They make these little paths in your grass, and they'll, like, dig it up, little trails. I don't know if yeah. you've seen... Um, they're not that bad. They, uh, they don't try to get in your house like a mice would, uh, like a mice, mice, like a mouse would. I'm fucking like a, tired. Don't like worry about it. Like a mice would? Like a mice Yeah. Uh, so they, it's not like the worst, but my thing was like when the buyer inspected the home, there was snow. So neither us nor them would have been able to inspect that and find out that they were there. And then it melts and then obviously they're there. And I'm legally obligated to basically hand the house over to them and in the same general condition, they were able to inspect it, and I'm only on the hook for anything they were like. If there was a problem with a wall or something like that, or you know, scratches on the fridge, anything like that, that uh, the the legalese says like if the if the inspection could have easily seen that and that was you know, then they should have been aware of it. Uh, that's fine, but anything that they couldn't have inspected that i'm not then telling them about anyways long story short i paid an exterminator to come by because i'm like it you know i don't want to be i don't want to get any hot water over it and i want it to go smooth so and i told the, the exterminator did not find this funny but i was like look i got voles i'm not telling you what to do with the voles because i don't want to be held morally culpable for your actions but i want them to not be here anymore and whatever you need to do you do it and he was like well i don't what do you say? Well, like, we're going to poison that. I was like, I just told you I didn't want to hear about it. <laughs> like, he was <laughs> just not. These things are adorable. I just looked at a picture of a vole. Like, they're yeah, kind of cute. <laughs> they're not bad. And like like I said, they don't try. My understanding is they don't try to get in your house, but they will fuck up your yard um, kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, I've had buddies with uh, acreages that have big vole problems. And they got to get these traps and trap them underground and stuff. It's kind of a yeah. pain. So, yeah. Yeah. I just need them to not be visible when the possession date occurs. Um, and then other than that, I was in uh, Vancouver. Yeah, how'd that apartment, go? Rented an apartment. Um, shout out new landlord, Arizona Dan. We made the we made it happen. I think I brought him up on the podcast and said, sounds good. We you got did. a thing going on. And then it was, that was the thing. We got put kind of in a weird situation because it was like, we, we had about nine, I was, I was like, busting my ass trying to find places to go see and set up appointments with like potential landlords and stuff right because it's so competitive out there they're like yeah i got they're getting hundreds of emails right so yeah uh and when uh the morning we got there dan was scheduled second and i texted the first person and dan and then the next two people after him, there was a few hours in between. So there was four that first day. So it was going to wait. But anyways, I texted the first two and said, hey, just confirming. Because that's the type of person I am. We made an appointment for 12 or 1. I'm confir- I'm texting you at 9. I'm saying, hey, I'm still good for 12. Just making sure, you know. And uh, uh, the first one was like, yeah, for sure. Confirmed. And then Dan texted me back and was like, confirmed. Also, I have like eight people scheduled to see the place after you. But I set aside an hour for you because I liked talking to you on the phone. And I was like, 
Okay, Dan oh. means business, I think, nice. right? Yeah. So then, yeah, so I was like, okay. So then I had to talk to Charlotte, and I was like, look, now we're in a situation, right? Because Dan's got eight people after us. It, it, if we like the place and he wants to say, yeah, do you want to rent it? And we say, can we get back to you in a few days? He's going to tell us to pound sand. He's going to say, fuck no, off. I got, you don't have I, a few days. Yeah, he's like, I got eight more people to show, right? And I was like, but then, but we got eight other places to, to see after Dan, right? So we were just in this whole, what's the worst, you know, do we yeah. do we take the first place we get, but then you have that fear of missing out, or do we not? And we had a whole debate about it, and we just kind of said, like, look, if it if it checks all the boxes in terms of the building in the apartment, and, you know, Dan seems all right, which... I felt like he would based on my conversation with him, but we were just kind of like, if it checks all the boxes and we like the vibe, let's get it. Because yeah, we'll have that fear of missing out, but we also like, we got a t- we're a ticking clock, house is sold. Yeah. We need an apartment, let's just take it if it checks the boxes. And if we're not that happy with it in 12 months, we could do something else. But the thing is, is I like, we're actually really happy with it. We really liked the place. It wasn't just a, oh, this'll do. We actually really liked it. Um, you know, not perfect, uh, but nowhere is. And uh, we liked Dan, and it was actually even like on the lower end of our budget of some of the places that we had were set up to look at. So, like all in all, like a huge win to to get that on the first morning. Yeah, this is a this is a W for sure. Like you're definitely gonna um always think the grass is greener, but the big it's thing a wor- is it's a worry. You worry, right? You're getting you're getting there, and you're out there. And you got to trust your gut in these situations, right? Yeah. You know, it, you'll know if something's off and if something's off, then, you know, take it. But if you're like, no, this is good. Everybody checks all the boxes. Sounds like Arizona dad, new podcast character and future landlord. Yeah. Right? Future landlord. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte was like, I don't know if you should give him a nickname. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why I wouldn't give him a nickname. Yeah. He's Arizona dad. He's in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. His name's Dan. It's a pretty straightforward nickname. It's Slam like, dunk. Not like we're calling him Scuttlebutt or something and he doesn't yeah. know anything. So. No, he seemed fine. Anyway. Pro, he's pro cat, so you know you gotta love that. Kind of. Them, some of them don't want the cats. Uh, so yeah, now I have um, nine business days to pack everything I own, and I fucking hate my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's the worst. You're usually when you complain, I'm sometimes like, okay, Ryan, this isn't really a complaint that a grown man should have, but you. You're, I do you're, complain a lot yeah. about everything. No, and I and I, but I let you thing. do it. I let you do it because I I like you and, and appreciate your opinion on a lot of other things. So, but Thank this you. one, this one, I could sympathize with. Moving and packing up is the fucking worst. Like you're, yeah, like, it's absolutely brutal. And then you're we just did. Like, so we're hiring movers because I was like, I'm like, I, adult. I could I could carry my stuff into a truck. I could drive that truck. I'm not parking it in Burnaby on a street and then getting stuff into an apartment. No. So we hired some movers. I had no idea how much movers cost. So I'm a worst case scenario guy. And in my head, I was like, it's going to cost me a lot of money. And it only cost me kind of a lot of money. So it's actually much lower than my worst case scenario in my head. So pleasantly surprised with that. And I'm going to count it as a win. You know, in also just in my, you know, we had factored in paying for movers as sort of a closing expense and selling yeah. the house. So it was all part, you know, yeah. uh, part of the plan. And the movers, though, <laughs> so this was weird. Have you hired movers before? I have never hired movers, no. Okay, so we had the, they came in, they did a walkthrough. Uh, hey, FYI listeners, 
I have not watched any movies. I have not watched any TV. I'm busy as hell. We're talking about moving for 15 more minutes, yeah. and then I'm probably going to sleep. So it's I, a real banger of an episode. <laughs> I, have, I have not watched a ton either because I actually went to a couple of live events. So I'll talk about that and, yeah. and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So so they sent a, a moving expert in to do like a walkthrough and actually kind of like do an estimate of how much stuff you have, right? And they're yeah. doing a a weight estimate because they're charging you by weight and they're going to weigh the truck before after sort of thing, but they got to give you an estimate. Right. And I was like, all right, fair enough. And then <laughs> I was like, so you're going to show me like the scale receipts. So like, I know it's like for real. Right. Cause I've read these horror stories about real sketchy moving companies and this, we're using a pretty reputable brand, but she was like, yeah, you can also follow us to the scales if you want. And I was like, do people do that? And she's like, oh yeah, all the time. Like people just, I know I get it. Cause I read some of the horror stories about these movers and I was like, wow, some of them are really, but that's what you Google like cheapest movers and you hire like yeah. Ricky and Jimmy. Right. So like, that's what you get. But anyways, long story short, she scoped the house out. She said, you got about 4,000 pounds worth of stuff. And I said, what, a, what is a house normally like this size? Like, where are we on that? And she's like, a house like this is normally like 10,000 pounds worth of stuff. And we're like, yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> so uh, that's an interesting way to look at all of your worldly possessions, hey? Like by and weight. How many how many pounds yeah. worth of stuff how, do I have? How many pounds of stuff do you have? But now, so here's <laughs> the thing: is I'll just flat out say it for anybody wondering. The quote was a roughly thirty nine hundred dollars, which yeah, a lot of money. I I got. I'm not gonna move it. I have no other option. I'm not doing it. But now that means that means roughly everything I'm looking at in my house. Saying, do we need to take this with us? Easy math. Do I want to pay a dollar per pound to move this to BC? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you've, <laughs> so, you've assigned a value to literally everything you own. Yeah, which is perfect. So now we're just yeah. having that conversation a lot. <laughs> is this worth a dollar a pound to BC? Yeah, that's a that's awesome. Yeah, and well, also like newsflash, we knew the new place was going to be small, but bro, it's small. It's like you, I know it was going to be small. That's part of what we're trying to do. We want to spend less time inside, more time outside. We got all this room. We don't yeah. use it. We got a bunch of stuff we don't use. It's part of the process. But then when you actually get in, you're in there. You're like, I have this. My stuff isn't coming. You're <laughs> like going. What are you going? Like, what's your house right now, roughly? Uh, like thirteen hundred ish, but not counting the basement. And you're going to six, seven. About 800, 820. Okay, so just over half. Like you're going about two thirds. Yeah, that's a good cut. You're gonna feel so good when you get rid of all this stuff, though. Well, I yeah. mean, the good thing is, is we didn't have a lot of stuff, apparently, better, 6,000 less than average, You're 40% of average, yeah. Yeah, and then so, and and also, we have come across some easy stuff where you're like, I haven't looked in this drawer in three years, and you're like, I didn't need any of this, so like, it's it's probably good, but then there's the occasional thing where you're like, this is a thing I want, I don't use it that often, uh, a great example, I, I got snorkel gear. Yeah. Well, I only use that when I go on vacation. I'd like to go on vacation all the time, but I can't. But I'm not going to get rid of it, but I do want to keep it. But then it's like, where do I keep it in the new place? Because here I keep it in a box in the basement. You know, so just one of those things. You know what the problem with keeping it in a box in a basement is? It's fighting in a basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I um, you're making some real tough life decisions. I'm just looking forward to like three weeks after you move, you kind of unpacked. You're in your new home. Oh my god! You're gonna be fan. You're gonna be in a great mood. Like at least for right. at least for three or four days, you'll be in a good mood. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you got to schedule. Oh, actually, let's do some live podcast schedule talk right now. Yeah, because we might miss an episode here coming yeah, up. Listeners, yeah, listeners, you're gonna see the sausage get made. It's the seventeenth. You're gonna listen to this on the twentieth. 
I have to, I, the movers are coming on the 29th. Okay, so we got to record, so, because it'll be the 20th, and then we'll be the 4th or the 5th? Yeah, but, so they're coming May on the, the 4th, 29th. So we got a Star Wars episode. I, but I'm not, bro, it's not going to happen, because I'm moving, like, I'm moving on Saturday. They're coming on 29th, picking everything up, and then I got to drive the rest of my stuff to Burnaby, get there, so take well, my keys and whatever. I'm not going to have any stuff. We're just going <laughs> to sit well, on why, the floor until the movers show up. Are you going to, okay, so 20, yeah, why, why don't we record this week? Like so Because Thursday I'm too busy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got to pack everything I own. So we're going to go a month, no tuck and rolls. That's what it'll be. Uh, yeah, we'll try. We'll, we can try to squeeze one in uh, after my stuff shows up, and then get it out a week early, and then yeah. just reset the the EOW schedule. Um, but yeah, we're just. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna. I figured this was coming. That's why I was kind of like, may as well record something light tonight, and then yeah. give the listeners give the listeners a bit of. A, this is our spring break. It's our spring break. Spring break. So You're Ryan, watching the movie Spring Breakers. I, I have with James Real Franco. Weird. Very weird. weird. That uh, yeah. that director is does weird stuff though. Uh, then, yeah, Corny, Corin, Corin, I don't know, but yeah, anyway. she's done some other weird stuff. I look, I got one more moving thing that I want to talk about. Then sure. I'm gonna pitch it to you because I'm interested about your live events. The other thing is they're like coverage. They're like yes, get we, the coverage. Any, yeah, well, that it's it's it was like I had to ask a lot of questions because they're like we cover your stuff unless you pack it. If you packed it in a box. Unless we clearly damage the box, it's not covered, which I get because maybe I threw a bunch of plates in there, no whatever, you know, but if they put a hole in it or crushed it or something, they're going to cover it at market value. And then I, and then any furniture or any big items. And the basic vibe was if it's something that common sense dictates, you can pick this up and put it in a truck. It doesn't need to be in a box. Then, then basically follow that common sense. So it makes sense. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm a guy who keeps boxes. So like my TV, my year old TV, I have the box it came in and I was planning on packing it back in that box because that would be the best way to ship it but you're telling me if I do that and then you break my tv it's not covered and she was like yes that's true it wouldn't be and I was like so what then and she was like you would have to pay us to pack it so that it would be covered and Mm. I was like ah what the fuck so that's a bit of a racket there but I I mean we don't have a lot of stuff that uh, the only item that we're paying them to pack then is the TV for that reason. It's basically just like paying for the extra insurance for the TV. But I was like, it's stupid that I have the box and I could put it in there. But then if you it breaks, you're not covering it. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I do understand how that works. I'm more co- How many boxes do you save? Uh, just expensive electronics. Like when I gave my PS4 to Kane... It was in, I gave him in the original box. When I gave my old TV to him, it was the original box. I had my PS5 box. I saved the TV box. I get boxes out of my house so fast. Yeah, I only do it for like yeah. basically specialty electronics because their boxes are usually shaped a very specific way. Did you get rid of your box of cords? <laughs> oh, buddy, um, in, uh, about three months ago, maybe less. Yeah. I guess before we were showing the house, so like two months ago, uh, I just bit the bullet and I and I sold a box of like an Xbox 360, a PlayStation 2, um, a bunch of video games and just like hard hardware because like yeah. it's I had a real nostalgic connection to it but it's like I don't first of all I don't have I'm not going to set all that up anymore and uh I'm I'm more of a digital guy. I don't want the clutter. I and I it was it was tough. It was painful cuz I was like I have such great nostalgia over this stuff and you know, like my original 
my original PlayStation copy of like Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Love it. Means something. But then it's like, well, what am I doing? I'm just keeping it. And it's just sitting there. And yeah, and I took it to a local place and I bartered with the guy. But, you know, he gave me a, a decent amount of money for all of it. And I was thinking, too, I was like, who even would want all of this? But literally while I was in there, somebody came in to buy my PS2. They're like, I want to buy this. You have a PS2. I want to buy it. And I want to buy this like Guitar Hero collection you've got. And I was like, okay, people want this stuff. So... Yeah, it's a big market. Like I definitely, I sold a Super Nintendo with a shitty cord. Like I couldn't figure out how to work it. I was going to get one of the new uh, Super Nintendo minis that you can plug yeah. in with an HDMI cord. Um, I really regret selling the Super Nintendo now because I had a lot of great games and I super underpriced it. Like it was gone yeah. right away, even though it said on the ad, not working, needs work. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's definitely a market for it. I have my uh, N64 set up, but I never play it. Like it, That's it's the thing, just, yeah. I... At the start of COVID, I was kind of getting back into games. I, I The but. older games, yeah, there's some really good games and they have great qualities, but it is hard to go back to the old graphics. Because when you think about yeah. GoldenEye, you're like, GoldenEye whips ass. I fucking love GoldenEye. But then when, you, when you're looking at it in your head looks fine you fire up an n64 with goldeneye and it hurts it hurts it's, to look at it the angles they're bad i'm not used to the new graphics so i will say i don't it is the same like mario kart is still decent so that's most mario kart's play. different it's like a cartoon style and it's 2d so yeah and so uh but i get it a good work selling it i might have bought it your playstation 2 <laughs> if i'm being honest <laughs> i should have asked yeah you should have yeah um well that's yeah Okay, good for you to keep the box. I've never kept a box. And if, if anything, I'm, I'm the guy that rips open the boxes. I'm just so excited. Oh, so I don't God, open no. it. I don't open Hell it properly. No. <laughs> Got to open it properly. This is not, this is not surprising. So um, on to me. What did I do this week? I didn't watch a ton of TV. I did start a new show. I started two new shows, so we can talk about those. And then I'll get into the live events. I started Euphoria, which I was texting the group about. Um, it is terrifying. Intense. It's as intense. a father of two. So I've heard. And I'm like, I didn't believe that it was going to be that intense. And then I'm- It's like another year or two, your, your little guys are going to be out there doing drugs and fucking. Oh my God. I was like, this was not what high school was like for me. It was- <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had very different high school experience than the characters on Euphoria. I'll tell, I'll tell them that much. Oh and boy. it's it's wildly uncomfortable because there's nudity in it. And all of the actors are obviously over 18, but the characters they play are under 18. And I'm like, yeah, this is not- That ugh. always weirds me out too. It's. I mean, basically uh, also, I'm so fucking old that anybody under 25 looks like a child. Yeah. It's just weird anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm there as well. And then um, I started, uh, I got halfway through Our Flag Bean's Death, that new show on Crave. Oh, the new Taika Waititi one. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. So it started off a little slow. It's with, uh, it stars Reese Darby as yeah. St- uh, Stetson uh, Steed or something. He's a he's an aristocrat that becomes the gentleman pirate, and it's very funny, and there's a lot of, um, yeah, it's, it's quite... There's one bit that they go through. This isn't a spoiler. It's like, but they end up doing uh, like the email Nigerian prince scam. On a bunch <laughs> of and, <it's, laughs> and the whole setup of it is quite, it's quite clever. It's so Taika Waititi's part of it. He plays Blackbeard. Yeah. And he, they, they've just teamed up. I'm about halfway through. So I'm going to keep watching it. It, um, it's good for 20 minutes or whatever on That's Crave. Awesome. And I watched um, just a lot of Last Week Tonight. I really enjoyed Last Week Tonight. Did you watch the newest Last Week Tonight where he's essentially blackmailing Congress? Uh, yes, I did. Fucking I, good I did watch stuff. that. So good. It's, it's very, very tremendous. Clever. 
it's about data brokers, which is terrifying and everybody yeah. knows it's terrifying, but he, he kind of points out how terrifying it is. And yeah, um, really, yeah. really just like creative ideas there. And like, I, I, I like, I kind of believe that he actually did it too, because usually when they're doing these bits, like the, there's follow through and they usually have like done the work. So yeah, he's very clever. There is a bit of a journal. I know uh, when it first started, um, I think he does a pretty good job of going middle road. Sometimes like he's very opinionated on certain things, but he, he tends to give both sides. Uh, and he, and he comes with references, which is always huge. So, so I mean, some arguments don't really have two sides. Some arguments no. are just like, yeah, this is a bad thing and we shouldn't do it. You know, uh, if there's more nuance than that, I, I find that he gives it, but at the same time, like it's, it's not a news program. It's comedy. So Correct. if people are watching that and being like, I don't feel like these facts are appropriate. It's a comedy show, guys. <laughs> I love. I did love how one episode he points out how his hands look very small on TV because they do. The way he holds them, it oh, always throws desk. me off. He's got a big yeah. desk and he and he holds them straight forward so you can't see the whole. Yeah. He's got regular size hands, but they look tiny on screen. Uh, so you did some live events as well, not Coachella, something different. No, surprisingly not Coachella. I did um, Jurassic Quest came to town. What the fuck? Yeah, it. Uh, Pod friend Jesse and his young son Theo were home alone. There, uh, his beautiful wife Bria was on a uh, girls' weekend with their youngest, and he texted me. He's like, "Hey, shout out, shout out, Turtle Lake." Yeah, he's like, "Hey, do you want to go to?" Um, I'm in the zeitgeist. I know what people are up to. I know you do. I know you do. Got that social media. He um, he's like, "Hey, do you want to go to Jurassic Quest?" And I was like, "Sure." It was just an event at the BMO Center. They have it's like a traveling show that they have all these animatronic dinosaurs and oh cool uh, there's a bunch of against against it sounds cool like and jen's like i never really wanted to go to this because it's always advertised on facebook and it looks too good to be true i'll tell you this the boys had fun but it was definitely too good to be true it was way too much money and it kind of like um yeah it just wasn't it was underwhelming an, an, an animatronic dinosaur looks cool with professional lighting photography and some fog effects but when you're just in like an exhibition hall and it's just hanging out less cool yeah, and it was super packed and like not didn't have a very good flow to it. I'm I'm not too worried about the crowds anymore, but it definitely didn't have a very good flow. But it was cool to see Theo. It was cool to see the boys interact. The boys had fun and that was really all that matters. Other than the fact that it was a little bit too expensive. Um after that I went to a lacrosse game with uh oh, lacrosse. pod listener Jeff. Was the, that Rough Roughnecks? The Roughnecks played the Panther City Lacrosse, which is out of Fort uh, Fort Worth, I believe. I don't know why it's Panther City. Texas? Yep. Yeah, the uh, NLL has expanded. They have a f- bunch of teams now. Uh, but it was awesome. Roughnecks kicked the shit out of them. It was cool. Roughnecks games are always exciting. Yeah, I've been to one or two lacrosse games. They're a good time. Oh, yeah. Like, the music's pumping. Um, I prefer it over a... I almost prefer it over a Flames game just because the crowd's a lot more lively. Um, and, yeah, I played lacrosse. Did you know that? I played lacrosse when I was growing up. I, was, I did not. I was not good. A lot of finesse required there, and I was more of a uh, get a lot of penalties kind of guy. I remember uh, pod friend Corey, the critic, played lacrosse as a kid because he told a story one time where he got his hip dislocated playing lacrosse, and it just is always something that has just disgusted me. Lacrosse is a violent sport. I do really enjoy it, though. Like It was always good to get that physical contact out, lacrosse and rugby. Um and then I went to a Hitman game as well, which was a lot of fun. Took the boys uh, there. What are they? What are they? Dude? They're the WHL team. Oh, uh, hockey, hockey. They gear, um, they gear their uh, audience more younger uh, because you can Hitman tickets are way more affordable, and they kind of 
they put the prices on the concessions down a bit for Hitman games. And yeah, it was, uh, they lost. I don't think I've seen the Hitman win yet. Um, but the boys had fun. And then we got to skate on the saddle, the mice afterwards, which was fun. Oh Guess yeah. It, I saw that picture with the hockey. Yeah. I made my great joke. Yeah, like it, was you're about to break your ankle. it was fantastic. Uh, I did <laughs> test it out. I'm not going to be able to make playoffs for the Whiskey Jacks this year, but I will be back on the ice next year. So unfortunate. Uh, how is the ankle doing? Ankle's doing well. I got um, had a follow up appointment with the doc this week to see if I could get off these blood thinners. I said, "Hey, I'm just kind of like they're making me a little lightheaded." And he's like, "They shouldn't do that." I'm like, "I'm just trying to get off them, doc, because I want to have a few drinks with my friends." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you can do that. He's just like, don't. You're an idiot. Don't drink a lot of drinks." And he's like, "You got to finish the course." And you, so. you're like, "I don't understand." Yeah, it's like, like, just have you... one or two. <laughs> so what? What do you mean? <laughs> I was able to. Uh, he said, you got to finish them. I'll be done May 3rd-ish, and then I go to Chicago on May 4th, so... Nice. <laughs> for the bachelor uh, party. Did I tell you Charlotte has to go to Chicago? I'm like the no. 15th for work. I forgot. I've had a lot going on. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll come up with some helpful tips that she can go with, not bachelor Great. party related. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I will be off blood thinners when I go to Chicago. So watch out, Chicago. You get full tuck, not blood thinner tuck. Full tuck. You might get arrested for that. Full tuck. Just watch out. Um, but I was able, we did go to Gull Lake this weekend with pod friend Blair. And um, yeah, we had a good family weekend and I did have a couple of drinks. I broke the seal. I hadn't drank since Super Bowl. So Got I had a couple. Blood extra thin. Extra thin. It wasn't too, it was under direct supervision of beautiful wife, Jen. So she allowed it. <laughs> She was like, I was like, why didn't you let me do this in golden? She was like, because you don't have a couple of drinks when you're with your friends. I said, yeah. very true. It's fair. Wife, Jen, you're smart and beautiful. So, um, yeah, that's what I did all week. Uh, it was exciting. Uh, it was good to get back. I mean, I'm a little bit, it's weird. Like it's weird being back in a crowd. You know what I mean? I am not doing crowds yet and I don't want to be this guy, but, uh, the, the the Twitter DMs and all the news uh, stuff, uh, basically uh, our Northern Alberta oil sands uh, locations and crews are just getting absolutely fucking destroyed with COVID right now mm. and are actually going back to mandatory masking. So Yeah, I think that's coming. We're def- uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we go back into a bit more of a recession, but who knows? I mean, we probably should have just kept some common sense restrictions in place, but you know what? Fuck it. YOLO. Who cares? Just people's lives. <laughs> Anyways. Open for, open for spring. Um, yeah. It's it's good. I I did I didn't realize I missed it, but I kinda I definitely kinda did. So I was happy to be out there. I didn't like them uh before COVID crowds. I didn't like them before and now I'm never gonna like them again. I I don't I'm not a small guy. I don't know if you got this, but I don't like being in crowds because I don't like the the um ignorance that some people have about their own space that's yeah 100 it's just like it drives me mental when i'm consciously like, making an effort to avoid you and you just decide to like walk into me and i'm just like look i'm not fucking small here like and i, and I just people just don't like i was like the you're, guy you're at the airport and there's a family of five and they got all their luggage and they're just spread across lengthwise, just shoulder to shoulder to shoulder, forming like an impenetrable wall. And they're just like drifting and not really paying attention to anybody around them. And they're taking up they're taking up so much space and they're blocking other people's movements. And they literally are just saying, fuck everybody else. I only think about myself. I, That's it, the type of person that does that. I was the guy in the mosh pit at, at the Billy Talent concert, like making sure the littler kids were fine. Like I, I was 
not, I was blocking for them. Cause I was like, I don't want you to get crushed here. Like, I understand that you're in here to, to mosh, but like, you don't understand you're going to get fucking moshed if you don't mosh watch out. Are confusing to me. I, Anyways. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, it. I enjoyed it. Physical contact, um, man. I need it. I'm very glad to, to hear that you have uh, had some fun. Yeah. Um, please continue to have fun. Uh, I am not able to have fun for a further, you know, three weeks or so. <laughs> I feel like my brain will just, you know, honestly though, probably not going to have fun until the, the, uh, the house closes and the money's in the bank account. Then I'll go back to having fun. I feel like, um, we got, you know, 40 days on that. So no big deal. I am, uh, I'm excited for you because of what's to come. This yeah, is a decision, no, I'm ex- you know what I, I mean? But I get, I'm excited. I, get it. I have those feelings. I'm looking forward to it. I keep thinking about all these fun things I want to do and, you know, what I'm going to do differently and stuff. I'm not uh, ignorant of all that stuff. It's just the other stuff comes with a, t- a, a time a time yes. thing. I got to do this stuff now. So it's like all I could. Like I was, I, my stepmom today was like, oh, have a happy Easter. Are you guys doing a big dinner? No, Linda, I'm packing everything I own. And she was like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, just make sure you take some time for yourself. And I was like, I can't, I gotta, it's gotta get done in 12 days. I can't just casual, there's literally a time uh, clock on it. I mean, time to yourself could be 10 minutes just to be, you know. 35 minutes to do your dumb podcast with your friend talk, you know. Yeah, there you go. That's your time. I'm happy to be a part of that. And I'll keep sending you positive vibes there, buddy. It's going to be great. I'm excited. The Burnaby's going to be, I think you're going to be really happy. I'm thrilled. Right. I don't know if I'm supposed to say the city that it's in. Greater Burnaby. Vancouver area. Moving to Burnaby. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know. We hadn't had it nailed down. Yeah. Uh, it's Burnaby, baby. Good That's central exciting. location. Is that I can good? ride my bike four and a half kilometers north and I'm at the water. So where is Burnaby in relation to like Stanley Park? That's the only <laughs> well, central point it's I know. East, it's east of it. Burnaby is east of Vancouver. East of Vancouver. Got it. Do you know where... Do you know where any other landmarks are? What's your only, is Stanley Park literally your only? No, Mission and Stanley Park and Robson Street. Those are the three okay, places well, I know. Burnaby <laughs> is not a Van- in Vancouver. It's a city right next to Vancouver. I understand that. It's part of the greater Vancouver area. If I was downtown Vancouver, I hop on the Sky Train. It would take about 35 minutes to get to my stop. Got it. That's not, not bad. bad. It's not really bad. good. I'm I'm psyched about it. It's not, uh, Burnaby is one of the, one of the, the, better cities around vancouver for like i mean safety and stuff i think right i every single person out there that i've told that i'm moving to and i give my new address they're all psyched they all say it's great so you know who's to say uh list uh listeners team member kayla yeah her and uh we're gonna call him super producer because he does so much work for kayla and mitch they live in <laughs> coquitlam uh and so yeah we saw them while we we're out there we went for some beers in port moody uh hit some breweries hit had a little patio time with them it was a delight. Me and Mitch got some late night donairs doing it right. That's that's a good time. Hey, that's it, taking that's taking some you time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I would do a top three worst things about moving, but it's just no, all worst. All of it. Every <laughs> single part of it. So I'm gonna let you get back to that, buddy. We'll call this one short. We'll call we'll, it. We'll give it to the we'll give it to the listeners. If you want to check us out on social media or listen to some of our past episodes, Kayla's doing this really cool thing where she takes some of our dumb quotes and throws them on a very cool graphic. Uh, last week's was 
I've had two tall boys. I'm feeling chatty from Ryan in episode like, 71. Yeah, very much a thing that happens to me. Yeah. You put two <laughs> beers in me. I talk even more than normal and I talk too much as is. <laughs> Don't we both? That's why we did this. So we could just talk to nobody. <laughs> uh, I did have an interesting. So yeah, if you want to check that out, go to www.tuckandrolls.ca and you will find all the links to our social media. You can leave us a voicemail. You can wish Ryan luck in his new place. I'm sure he would appreciate it. Send him positive vibes. Send all, uh, if you need my uh, address to send me a housewarming gift, um, you can just DM me. I'll give you that privately. We also accept cash donations. So after you, after you leave us a voicemail, we'll throw it into an episode later. Apologies to our bumped voicemail. We will get to it next time. <laughs> Sorry to Lindsay Buckingham. We've run out of time. <laughs> um, I will share this nice little sentiment just to send you off. Casey, um, past guest Casey, sci-fi book guy. He, I saw him in the plus 15. We waved at each other. He was getting Chinese food. Um, classic Casey lunch right there. But he said, oh, I felt like I saw you yesterday because of the podcast. You're always in my ear. I said, well, that's oh, kind of disturbing, nice. but a very nice uh, nice sentiment from Casey. So I hope we're in your ear right now, Casey. Hope you're getting more Chinese food. I feel like I feel like the next time we get together with like some of our friends, they're going to know every single thing about me still. And I'm going to be like, what's new with you? I have no fucking idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm going on a golf trip with Casey in June. So that'll be fun. Nice. Um, yeah. Wrap Ryan, it up. Good luck, buddy. Uh, we'll talk to you later. And we'll see you in about three, maybe four weeks. Listeners, be patient with us. We're moving. We're in transition. This is bigger things for talk. Bigger things I'm a for busy Ryan. Guy. I'm rarely busy, but I'm busy right now. Deal with it. What's good for the goose is good for the gander or whatever. That's what they say. So this is good for Am Ryan. I the goose or the gander? You're the goose. We're the gander. Everybody's a gander. It's like a royal gander. The royal we, the royal gander. So okay. what's good for you is good for the Gander. So just trust us here. We'll have a happy Yeah, ride. next time you hear us, we're coming to you live from the podpartment. Podpartment. I'll still be in the closet. I uh, love you guys. Bye.